All right, guys, welcome back to this show. Still unnamed. It's all right, though. We're doing all right. Uh, Corby, Jake, Tyler, how you boys doing? Great. I'm good. Holding it down at the studio tonight. Let's go. Yeah, you are. Corby, you're out in Albuquerque, New Mexico, getting your Breaking Bad on or what? Yeah, man, I'm out here on my way back to uh, Phoenix area. So just stopping in Albuquerque for the night and, uh, you know, that's it, doing this show, and then uh, going to hit the streets of Albuquerque to see what I can get into. You got one sh- You got one shirt in that suitcase, or what? No, this is, is, that is my it? this is my shirt. This is my shirt. Because for every show, the work uniform. I'm wearing the shirt. This is the work uniform until uh, Josh from Barbarian Apparel makes me a black one with the red letters. Then I'll wear that one. But this is my this is my um, stalemate issue uniform. And uh, I'll be wearing it until uh, I get a new one. Perfect. Yeah, that was my segue into the Barbarian Apparel shout out. So shout out to Barbarian Apparel. If you guys are needing some team gear, go use Barbarian Apparel. They're the best. I was just talking to a client this morning about, uh, you know, a certain different apparel company that they use that I won't name that they were having troubles with it. And I said, hey, quit using those guys. Start using Barbarian Apparel. He said, hey, you never know. Maybe we will. He met up with uh, Josh and got some free shirts at uh, the street league that he was at. Said he loved the shirts. So uh, you guys can be in the same boat as that guy. I won't name names, but shout out to Barbarian Apparel. I will name them. And uh, let's get into these picks. Tyler and I did our picks the other day on our show that you guys can go check out on the Patreon, $3.99. It's been growing. It's been great. Uh, but we're going to give our picks with Jake and Corby on this show as well. They're going to give their picks. They were, have been on fire lately with their picks. Super 32, they both did really well. And uh, the people seem to be enjoying the show. And we have some people asking where they can find the show. Obviously, YouTube, as you guys can see, if you're watching this. And if you're not watching this, you might be listening in your car on Spotify and Apple. That's right. We are on audio-only platforms like Spotify and Apple or, or however else you guys get your podcast. So... Go check that out. All right. It is the last week of October. Halloween is this weekend. That means starting next week, if I'm correct, if the Seton Hall Pirate is correct, the season starts next week. So we're going to give our official picks. That way we can't come along later in the season and say, I picked this guy. You know, it's like either you did or you didn't. We're going to have it written down on wax. So uh, let's start at 125. I think we can all agree this is probably the Spencer Lee show, but – Corby, if there was somebody that you were going to pick on this, you know, the you know top 10 guys, as you know, is there anybody on here that who has the best shot at knocking off Spencer Lee? Or are you picking somebody different than Spencer Lee? No, it's Spencer Lee. If anybody knocks him off, it, I mean, I don't know that anybody will, but Pat Glory would, I mean, obviously everybody's pick if, if it were to happen. I don't, I don't see it happening. I still like Spencer Lee, but I mean, that would be it for me. Now, one guy at the weight, though, a newcomer at the weight, um, uh, Purdue Ramos, Matt Ramos, uh, Illinois kid, uh, was up at 25. He's going to be down at, at, or I'm sorry, was up at 33, going to be down at 25. I've got him in the blood round this year. Um, I don't know. I don't think much changes at 25. Um, and the top guys, I got Lee Glory, Courtney McKee, um, you know, Barnett Heinzelman, um, but then but my blood round guys, though, I've got, you know, I got some guys, a lot of people probably wouldn't pick in the blood round. I got, I got Medley and Shaver in the blood round as well. So um, I don't know, guys, I, I think uh, 
having breakout years, had good summers. So uh, what's about, what about you, Jake? You got anybody off the cuff that, you know, guys wouldn't, wouldn't be thinking about at 25? Um, you know, I think to me, I've actually have, I have Ramos getting eighth place with Mastro Giovanni getting seventh. I'm pretty high on him. I, I know he's been kind of banged up slash probably cutting a little bit of weight, but I, I think Mastro is a guy who can really do some damage in this weight. I mean, I've got only got him getting seventh. Um, you know, I've got the same guys as you, Barnett, McKee, but I am pretty high on Killian Cardinale as well. Um, I don't know if you mentioned him, but I, I know he's a guy who I think really highly of. He wrestles really hard. I, I, you know, I've actually got him getting fourth. Um, but, you know, a few guys in those round of 12, I really like Malik Hines. Oh, man, I know he's a guy who hasn't All-American yet, but he's a guy who can always have tough matches. And then a, a guy that I think shocked some people last year that I'm – I'm high on, but I have him in the blood round here as uh, Diagostino out of Northwestern. I think he's a guy who can really, um, you know, push for an All-American finish again. But I, I, I don't know. He's he's had some losses that kind of make my, you know, me scratch my head where maybe he's around a 12 guy instead of a top eight guy. Um, you know, I, a guy I'm excited for, like I think everyone out of the Penn State room is Robbie Howard, um, Jersey guy who's extremely talented kind of been banged up maybe a little undersized things like that so he's a guy i've got in the round of 16 but i could easily see him beating a master or ramos getting the top eight yeah, I think yeah whoever I think... comes out of that peterson peterson um shawver battle there ends up being in a good spot um zach what psych where you got the cyclone sitting here at 25 uh, we could turn this into the cycle an hour if you want to, but you know, Kaisen Tarakina, I think it'd be great if he could get on the podium this year. I don't know if it's exactly going to happen or not. Um, he's been to the big dance twice now, I believe. He made it as a true freshman, which is impressive. He seems to always kind of be banged up, you know, towards the end of the year. At least he was that that freshman year. But uh, you know, I think it'd be great if he can if he can get on the podium. But I don't know. Twenty five is a tough weight, you know. After the champion, I think you got a bunch of guys that could be. Um, you know, Robbie Howard being the 15th seed or being the, you know, ranked 15th on the internet. It's like someone like him coming off of an injury, Noto's good, certain. I, I don't know. I think Kaisen Tarakina is as good as those guys, but until he proves it, you know, he's beaten, he's beaten certain before, I believe, right? Last year. I think they're like one and one, something like that. Don't know off the top of my head. But, uh, duel, I believe. Yeah. So, you know, he's right there with some of those guys that are, that are podium type guys, but. You know, I don't, I don't think I'm going to give me some time for my homer picks. But right now, you know, I, it's a Spencer Lee show at 25. Do you think that we'll see Spencer Lee before January 1st? Uh, my gut says no. And if you did, maybe at their own, what? not their own because it's not theirs, but the what are they calling it? The soldier salute there at, at Coralville that's at home, you know, uh, in between maybe Christmas and the new year time. So if, if he was to be rolled out, maybe then would be my guess. I, I don't know. I mean, Hey, I mean, we saw Sam Stoll pushing the coaches aside a few years ago to get out in that cyclone duel. Remember that? So oh, yeah. who knows, you know, we may, yeah. we may see him December 4th, but I highly doubt it. One interesting thing about the Iowa schedule is it's pretty loaded on the back half. And so I do I'm kind of in the boat that he's not going to wrestle until the second semester, but at the same time, are they going to throw him, you know, straight to the gauntlet right away? And, you know, obviously if they're going to hold him off, he's, he's not 
100% healthy or maybe they, they're afraid of him, you know, getting dinged up when it when it really matters. So I feel like maybe they'll sprinkle him in there. The first few duels, maybe some of those like the Army duel, the Iowa State duel. I think those are, you know, pretty, pretty easy wins for Spencer Lee. And uh, I don't know. I, I would like to see him wrestle the, a full schedule, but I just don't think at this point his career he's going to. I don't think we've ever seen that for him. Freshman year? No. No, no he had injuries right. then too. No, too. Yeah, I don't think we've seen him a full year yet. Interesting. Yeah, All right. Well, there's no sense in it. I mean, why would you? I mean, there's really. I mean, at this point in his career, um, I don't think. I don't think there's a lot. You know, and I don't, and to be honest with you, on the other side, we're not going to see Glory a lot either. You're not going to see Pat Glory wrestle a full schedule either. I mean, he's he's coming down kind of on a vision quest, right? Um, and he's just going to get his weigh-ins. I don't think you'll see him wrestle a full schedule either this year. It's kind of guys are kind of, you know, gaming for March. And, you know, we'll see the best two guys in March ready to go. Let's move on to 133 then. Uh, we, I mean, we all knew we were going to pick Spencer Lee, so there's not a whole lot to say there, but... 33 gets a little bit more interesting, you know, if you're looking at the top three guys, they're both all, you know, all highly decorated individuals there. We got Roman Bravo Young, the two-time defending champion, Dayton Fix, two-time runner-up, world, world silver medalist, Vito Arujao. I mean, coming up from 125, obviously a stud, Michael McGee, Lucas Bird, Dylan Ragason. So it goes on, the list goes on at this weight. We got a couple guys changing weights, you know, Sam Latona ranked 14th on Intermat. Taylor Lamont going back up to 133, which is interesting. So um, I know that he had kind of a rough go at it the first time he went up. But at this weight, I already gave out my pick on the Patreon show. I picked RBY. I got to assume you guys are doing the same, no? Yeah, I've got – I mean, I've got RBY. I don't – you know, I want to pick Fix. I've picked him the last two years probably like everybody else in uh, the country, especially coming off a world silver medal. But uh, RBY just keeps getting it done, and he's shown that I think he's just a little bit better at this point or has some more ways to score. So I don't see RBY losing to Fix. I, I don't know about you, Corby. No, until somebody beats RBY, I, I'm going RBY. Um, I think he's – you know, this summer I've noticed he's out biking long bike rides and it just seems like he's always adding things to his game. And, and, uh, so yeah, I, I go RBY. Um, I got Mendez all American. Um, you know, he's in the, in the wrestle off, but you know, he's looks like he's probably going to be the guy at 33 for them. And, uh, I've got him, I've got him eighth. I've got him losing the Ragason, which, you know, we'll see it's early. We haven't seen him yet. Um, you know, picking a picking a true, you know, picking a freshman, the All American, you know, tough call. But um, I like where he's at. I think throughout the year he'll develop, getting his hands on these guys in the Big Ten, and and come March, I mean, heck, he could. Right now, I'm saying eight because I haven't seen him yet, right? But I mean, by the end of the year, I could be saying he's he's up higher than that. But um, and then I've got Chance Rich from Bakersfield, a guy. He's uh, athletic. He shows flashes. Um, I got him, I got him blood rounding. Um, a lot of people probably are going to look at that one and be like chance rich, but yeah, I think chance rich. I think he has a good year. I think he, uh, I think he, he gets it done and, and, uh, gets into the blood round in March. Um, anybody off the radar you guys see there at 33, you know, 
A guy that I really like is uh, Michael Kolioko out of Penn. Um, I think he's a guy who, you know, came out of high school with some really, you know, I think he had a lot of upside. Uh, he's had some pretty good freestyle wins. I'm, I know he beat DeSanto a few years ago at maybe U23 trials, something like that. Um, but he's a guy who I have actually getting eighth. Um, I'm with you on Mendez. I think he's a guy who's around a 12. Um, Rayvon Foley, always extremely tough out of Michigan State. I've got him at around a, around a 12 guy. Um, and then, you know, I'm really interested in the Teske, Shriver, Wrestleoff. I think both are guys who, you know, Teske coming up from 25, Shriver coming off of a, I know he didn't end up redshirting last year, but he's a guy who, you know, won a couple Fargo titles. So I think both are guys who are probably around the 12, around the 16. Um, but, you know, you know how Iowa does things with their lightweights. They always get guys ready to rock and roll. So those are guys who could maybe sneak on the podium. I've got them round of 12, round of 16. I'm, I'm not sure who's going to win that match, to be honest. I think everyone thinks Teske, but, man, Shriver's tough. I don't that that's just really really intriguing to me. So I, I mean, as an Iowa guy, that's a match I think everyone wants to watch. All right. Anything else to add at that weight? I mean, I kind of kind of boring start there of all, all of us choosing the same guy, but I imagine at forty one we're gonna have some different answers. So you ready to move on? Let's do it. Go ahead, forty one. All right, forty one. This is a weight that I think there's a lot of good guys. So I'm not gonna say that it's a weak weight class because it's not a weak weight class but what it is is it's pretty spread out across the board right um cole matthews ranked number one real woods ranked number two jake bergelin number three cj composto from penn ranked number four andrew aliras ranked number five clay carlson all-american from south dakota state ranked number six alan hart number seven dylan d'amelio number eight i mean right there is eight guys that i think could all beat each other no and then Carter Young at yeah. 13th. It's pretty stacked. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll throw Sammy Alvarez in there coming up in weight. Um, you know, weight won't be an issue. I mean, I think he can wrestle with a lot of these guys. I think uh, Alvarez is one, too, you got to look out for. Yeah, absolutely. Jesse Vasquez, Arizona State, number 18. Bo Bartlett, 16. I mean, look at this. But at 41, we have not named who will be the champion yet. So... We haven't even named this kid as as somebody that's ranked. You know what I mean? Because I don't even think that they have him ranked yet. But I'll go ahead and say it. I think that true freshman from Michigan, living in Ames, Casey Swiderski, could be a true freshman champion at Iowa State this year. Tell me why I'm wrong, boys. Go ahead, Jake. I'll let you have the floor. I, I'm picking Casey Swiderski here if you guys didn't know. Well... You know, I I actually don't necessarily disagree with you. I've actually got him getting third in this weight. I'm actually really, really high on Swiderski. I know that I've heard great things. I went to an Iowa State banquet last week, and maybe that's clouding my judgment here a little bit, but heard great things about him. I know he's extremely gifted. Um, I'm, I don't know. I'm super high on him. I've got him getting third. I don't think he's quite on the same level as Riel Woods. Um, which I know Rio Woods just lost to Cole Matthews last year, but that's that's who I'm picking, getting first. Um, and a little bit of, I don't think it's a crazy pick. I got Andrew Aliras getting second place here. So 
I think he's finally going to make a breakthrough. I know he's yet to All-American, um, but he's a guy who extremely gifted, super talented. I know he is a freestyle guy, but at the same time, I know he took this summer focus on folk style, hopefully top bottom. Um, so I, I think he's a guy who's really going to break through. But yeah, Real Woods, Alirez, Swiderski, Cole Matthews. Um, outside of that, you've got a ton of guys who are gifted. I think the top four is probably pretty much set to me. Um, you know, Swiderski might be a little crazy, but I think the top four are pretty set to me. Then you got guys like Carlson, Bartlett, uh, D'Amelio, Carter Young, McNeil, Jack. I mean, tons of guys. I'm sure Cor- Corby will go into some of those guys, but I'm super high on Swiderski. Also super high on Aliras, though. Corby, what you got? You know, I, I like you. I had a Woods Aliras final. I like Woods. Um, I, I got Swiderski fifth, actually, in this uh, in this bracket for for a true freshman, which is, I mean, if you look at it for a true freshman, that's pretty impressive. Um, I got him ahead of guys. Like I got Bartlett too. I like Bartlett Hart. Um, <clears throat> I like uh, Alvarez to AA this year. Um, and then I like guys like you mentioned, I like Carter Young filling into the weight to be a blood round guy. I like uh, the Canadian. I like Lachlan McNeil. This kid's really good at UNC. He's talented. He's got his hand on a lot of senior level guys. This kid's going to be good. Um, and then I got two two guys at AA last year in uh, Composto and Berglund in the, in the blood round. So 41, 41's one of those um, one of those weights that, to me, um, it's I mean it's a it's it's a any any one of these guys, right? I mean, if you tell me if you told me that Clay Carlson got hot at the at the national tournament and made the finals would that shock you i mean not at all no no. i'm pretty sure on our show i'm pretty sure on our show i picked the liras for that it was either in the finals or to win but i'm pretty sure i picked him to win so we're all high on aliras in this one i'm team aliras i've been team aliras since since day one but uh you know i think for aliras it just matters if he's going to be healthy and yeah if he shows up at the ncaa tournament which I think he does this year. I th- I, I'm high on Aliras as well. I'll go Swiderski Aliras in the finals, and then Rial Woods on the other side, third place. Mm. So I got. Why not? Imagine every everybody's got Yanni probably in the final, right? Does who does everybody have wrestling Yanni? Right? You got. I mean, in my opinion, you got three choices, right? You've got Lovett, Sasso, Gomez. Who's everybody got in the final wrestling Yanni? Zach, who you got? I'm going to go Sammy Sasso. I think, uh, you know, Austin Gomez is really freaking good, but, uh, you know, I can't go cycling or former cycling every single pick here. So I don't know. I think Sammy Sasso is good enough to be a champion. And I think that he won't be a champion at this weight class. I'm also picking Yanni, but what's second best? Second place. So I got Sasso. Tyler, how about you? I'm I'm pretty sure I went with the I don't know why but on our show I went with the repeat of the finals last year I think I was just being lazy because I don't feel the same about that at all anymore. Um, I think I would go with what they have now Yanni and Gomez. Yeah, I I'm with Zach. I think Sasso is the next best guy at this weight. I I kind of thought it last year, even though 
you know, I know he was the four seed, so he ended up uh, on the opposite side of those guys. But I think Sasso gets it done this year. I'm actually pretty high on Ohio State this year, uh, just going through my picks, especially on the back half of their lineup. So I, I'm pretty high on them. I think they're due for a good year. It's been a few years since they've uh, maybe overachieved. So I think this is a very important year, especially with a really big class coming in as far as recruiting. So I, I got Sasso getting second. I got Gomez getting third, and I got him beating Lovett in a crazy match. Um, another guy that I'm sure everyone's high on is Shane Van Ness. I've got him getting fifth. Um, I think his motor, I think his ability to get to legs, I think over time he's going to take a few losses early, but he's going to turn it on just like every Penn State guy does at the end of the year. Got him getting fifth. Um, and then I'm going to show a little Iowa bias and sex strictly cyclones here I, I got Murin finally getting on the podium I think he's going to be due I think it's his year to do it I think he's a guy who obviously been knocking at the door for a while so I've, I've got him getting eighth you know maybe that's a little low maybe high I don't know I think he's just a guy who probably you know maybe deserves to be on the podium I think he's going to finally get it done what about you Corby you know I got I put Gomez in the final I think Gomez I've you know, everybody's watched Gomez when the lights are on. I've been watching Gomez with the lights on since he was a little kid back in Illinois. And, I mean, give me Gomez and Marts with the lights on to face Yanni in the final. Um, I, I got Mirren up at fifth. Um, I think so many people are forgetting about Brock Mahler, right? Brock Mahler was, you know, wasn't around last year. Um, people are forgetting about Brock Mahler. Um, he'll be in the mix. I, I um, I was kind of surprised to see Mahler at 49. I know he wrestled at some opens last year at 57. I know they have Jacquez, Jacquez, however you want to say it, uh, 57 for Missouri. But I kind of was thinking he was going to go 57. So it's interesting to see him back down to 49. He's been around. He's been a guy that's been around for a minute, though. He's been a starter from the jump. 100%. And he's a, he's a grinder. He'll be definitely be in there. I as well got Milner still on the podium. Um you know, I think G Feller is going to be a blood round guy this year. He comes back. People are like, man, G's back. Well, I mean, he was getting the better of uh, Vonovich last year in the room. So we'll see um, see what happens there. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I I got Abbas as well in the blood round, someone that I think could, could, as, could you know, get up there in, in AA. But, but 49's tough. There's a lot of – there's a lot of a lot of veterans at 49. Uh, it's a crafty weight of somebody too that looks pretty good who's put on some uh, some size in the offseason is Parco, Arizona State. He he looks like a different guy, um, you know, physically. So we'll see how that that works out for him. Um, and that takes us to back up. I guess we've all been through 49 to 57. And just can can we that. talk about? Can we talk about a couple other guys at 49? Um, yeah. Former teammates, Dom Demas and Willie McDougald. I got it wrong last yep. year, and the coach, the, his high school coach called me out in Detroit last year because I kept mispronouncing his name. But I think both those guys are, are guys that could uh, be All-Americans. Yeah. Isn't Especially that Dom Demas at 13? Yeah. Uh, he he All-Americaned at 41. Am I, am I correct in, that, in saying that, Dom Demas? That would have been a few years ago. Yeah, but he. Yeah, I think he. Got, he, I think he went on a run and got fourth, I believe. Yeah, uh, he, was, he, got, he was. Yes, exactly. He was. He was like a top five guy. I believe he did get fourth. He went on a run, um, and then I, he had a lot of expectation after that. And then he didn't want to cut down, right? So now 
you know, he's out there. It'll be interesting if they meet in the blood round, right? Let's say they meet in the blood round. Who's going to AA? That'd be really interesting. That would be really interesting. I, I think Dom is exciting to watch, and he's going to fit in right with guys like Austin Gomez and Ridge Lovett. It's going to be fireworks again at 49. Absolutely. Yeah, we jump up at 57, and uh, I got a pick here. I think that a lot of people probably won't have. I don't know where they've got him ranked right now. I, I would imagine if I were I, – I probably think he's probably ranked around five or six maybe. I don't know. But uh, he's a former national champion, and uh, I'm going with Austin O'Connor. I think Austin O'Connor wins 57 this year. Um, I got him in the finals against Monday. Monday's going to wrestle Carr for the you know the Monday Carr rivalry, and then uh, you're going to see Monday go back down to 57, and I think that's your final this year. Um, I mean, I, I think Brayton Lee's probably right, ranked number one right now. I got him – uh, Brayton Lee and Teamer battling for third and fourth. And then, I mean, this way it's going to be fireworks. Andonian and Scott. I mean, you got you got Rob, and then you've got Humphreys, this kid out of Lehigh, that probably the best in the in the country in, with the legs, power half. He isolates it really well. Um, so that that's an interesting weight to me. Um, and then, like you said, uh, Sheets is coming back too, right? And it just um, people are you know wondering what weight Sheets is going to go. Um, Sheets is going to go 57, um, but it'll, it'll be interesting. Um, you know, I think he looks at 65 thinking, Hey, you know, maybe I can do something here at 57, 65 is loaded. So he's going to come back. it will be at 57. Um, I got Jake Keating, Virginia, 57 as well in the blood round and Jarrett JQ's, um, Missouri. So, um, one guy, I got frantic as well in the blood round. So, I mean, 57 to me this year is, it's a tough weight, um, so we'll, we'll we'll see. It'll be uh, it'll be interesting to shake out. What do you what do you see there, Jake? You know, they they say great minds think alike. I mean, I think we're pretty much on the same page with with this weight. I've got O'Connor over Monday in the finals, and I've got Brayton Lee over Teamer uh, for third, and I've got uh, Ed Scott, Peyton Rob, you know, fifth, sixth. Um, I, a guy I think that you didn't mention is Will Luan. Um, I know he, you know, his season maybe didn't uh, compare to where he finished the last year as far as, uh, you know, making his way on the podium. But I've, I've got him actually beating Andonian for seventh. And Andonian, I think at 57, I think he's going to be more of a boomer bust guy. Uh, maybe that's just... Um, I don't know. Maybe that's just how I, I view it. And, you know, I, I think a lot of people like his style, but at the same time that he's a guy who, you know, don't get me wrong. If he get third again, I wouldn't be shocked, but I, I've got him getting eighth here. I just think the weight's really tough. Uh, there's a lot of guys that can beat him. Um, you know, looking at last show, I've got Levi Haynes and Patty Gallagher actually in the blood round. Those are two guys that we mentioned. I think they're going to have a really good year. Um, and then I've got Humphreys in the blood round too. Keating, round of 16. Um, Doug Zapps, another guy. I'm maybe a little biased on Penn. I listened to a couple podcasts some for, about some Penn guys when I was doing this. So, But Doug Zapps, a guy who I think can um, do some damage in round of 16 there. So it's a super tough weight. I don't, but I do feel good about O'Connor. I think people are going to sleep on him a little bit too much just based on his um, end of his last, last season there. But he was all banged up. So I think he's going to, kind of redeem himself same with Brayton Lee 
I think he's going to come back and get third place, just tear it up next year. I'm actually going different than both of you boys. Uh, I got Monday and uh, Lee. I originally picked Brayton Lee, but that was before Monday and made the big announcement, which incredible promo, by the way, by Princeton announcing he's going down to 57. Uh, but all signs pointed that he was going 65. Uh, he's even in the all-star duel against David Carr at 65. I know we were excited about the Carr Monday rematch from uh, way back in the day or whatever, but I think uh, I think it's going to be Brayton Lee and Monday, and I'm going Monday. I think he gets it done. I think he was one danger rule away from winning last year. Uh, you know, I, it was cool to see. It was cool to see uh, uh, blanking on Northwestern. Help Deacon. Me out, Deacon. Ryan Deacon. It was cool to see Ryan Deacon win it, but I think Monday gets it done. I think it'll be an incredible moment. Tulsa, which, oh wait, they're from Texas, right? Were they born? I think they were born in Tulsa, weren't they? I don't the know. The Mondays. I, he said in the video, Texas is where he's from. I don't know how. I, yeah. I'm not sure. I know. I know when they were younger, uh, they were down in Texas for sure. He was down there coaching with Kendall. I want to say he was born in Tulsa, but maybe I'm getting that I mean, wrong. They, Either way, he's from the South, been. Tulsa, Box Center. Monday's a champion. Print it right now, I think. That's my opinion. Did uh, listening to that or watching that video, did you guys think that Quincy Monday looked like he weighed 195 pounds in that video of the stepping on the scale? I'm 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 shocked he can make 57 again. I'm happy he can. That's that's the weight he can win, you know. Not that he can't do well at 165 but he can win 157 you're saying he didn't make scratch in that video like it said <laughs> you think that's cap I, I don't think so. Stop the cap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i tell you what is that just a weight class where guys look hollow or what i mean look at deacon right everybody always said how big he was how big he was how big he was and then off season comes and he's wrestling 70 kilo 154 right so I mean, Monday, definitely big. Um, it's going to be interesting. My opinion, Monday is going to look bigger than Carr in the in the uh, match and for the All-Star match. I think Monday will look bigger than Carr, hmm. and then you'll see Monday come back down. Um, but I think, I think you're going to see Carr be a little undersized this year at 65. Not that he's – not that he's – not can't wrestle the weight i just think a little undersized challenging himself trying to build into the 74 kilos um i just uh i think you're gonna see him in some matches and uh be like wow it's gonna look like two different two different size guys i've what do you i've think? never put on some size zach that i don't know about yeah. yeah, he's put he's put on some size. I've seen some videos and stuff and uh been behind the scenes a little bit. He's definitely put on a lot of strength. Um but yeah, I mean, like workout videos and, and actual strength are two different things, right? But uh I don't know. I, I saw I saw a video of him with those big like it wasn't a medicine ball, but it was something like that. And he's we got a great strength and conditioning coach, Ben Durbin. Um I think a lot of our guys are getting a lot of bigger. If you've seen he showed me some pictures of of car from from like last year or the year before or something like that and then what he's at now and he kind of doesn't look as big as he is but he's he's a little bigger than you'd think i think yeah i don't think he's gonna get i i by saying that i don't mean i don't want it to come off i'm not saying he's gonna get overpowered it's just sometimes you know matt you go out there and it looks like 
guys are just two, like two different sizes sometimes, right? Or two different weight classes. It's like, wow, that guy looks a lot bigger than the other guy. I think that could happen a few times to him. Now, I don't think he gets horsed around by any means. I think he's, you know, too slick, moves too well, and understands, you know, the game of pressure to, to get pushed around, you know? Well, that's uh, we're going to do the rest of the weights, 165 through 285 next week. Um, hopefully we can get it done earlier in the earlier part of the week that way we can uh watch wrestling what what is going on is it citadel Who who's dueling next week corby yeah citadel is going to i believe start it off and then and then we're gonna get then we're so and then next week too we could talk we're gonna get michigan state open then you know the following you know week which is i mean depending on who sends all their starters on the i think it's the sixth maybe depending on who sends all their starters that that could be a a really really good good open um you know a lot of a lot of teams are are slated to send their guys it'll be interesting on them opens that are fresh soft divisions how well attended they are for some of these smaller programs since now with you know they can wrestle the five right and in the first semester there's no one attached so if i'm going to send guys to an open now now i'm now my budget at a smaller program is having to pay for those guys right so now we may see less guys going to those opens because the smaller programs don't have the budgets so it'll be interesting to see um who travels to these opens and who doesn't I also want to talk a little bit about WrestleOffs. There's always some interesting. I mean, I know when WrestleOffs come around, we're always just like really excited for wrestling. So we kind of read into things that maybe, you know, it's not as big of a deal. But I've only seen a handful of teams really even talk about the WrestleOffs or even post brackets and whatnot. Obviously, I was pretty deep in the Discord talking about uh, the Iowa State WrestleOffs. And there's some interesting things there. I think we can all admit that Manny Rojas and NJ Gaetan, that match was something that a lot of people are watching mj Gaton beat manny rojas which to me as an iowa state fan i was a little surprised by that but excited about it as well uh but i know that you uh i believe jake sent to the group chat about jesse mendez being in there at 133 true freshman uh what do you guys think about him going in as a true freshman was there anything else at the ohio state wrestle offs that you guys saw was interesting or anybody else for that matter any other wrestle off for that matter that you guys thought was kind of interesting um, you know, I think, uh, you know, sticking with Ohio state, I think seeing Feldman in the wrestle off bracket is, um, you know, interesting. I don't think they'll use him unless they really have to. I mean, maybe he goes out and just kills Orndorf. I, I wouldn't predict that, but, uh, that would be someone I think is, is, a interesting guy to follow, especially at that wrestle off at 285. And then I didn't see uh, Buzakis in the wrestle-off bracket, so that that kind of surprised me. I know I sent it to you guys, um, but that must mean Mendez is the guy moving forward, and and they'll see how he does. Um, I think some of these early wrestle-offs aren't going to mean much until you get into dual season and you allow those guys to kind of get one or two of those five matches and see if they can actually compete um, outside of the room. But... I know uh, Gatan beating Rojas surprised me. I don't think it means much right now. I think they're going to follow the same game plan as far as, you know, getting them some tougher matches against, like, NCAA type of opponents, and then we'll kind of, you know, reevaluate and, and see where we move on from there. But, I mean, those are the, the couple wrestle-off things that 
you know, surprised me a little bit. Uh, Corby's probably got a few more for me, but uh, I'll let him go. Yeah, the Gatan thing, um, you know, I didn't put him on our freshman list last week either because that was guys I anticipated that we could see this year. And and to me, I mean, I know he wrestled 74, but I see MJ as a 65-pounder, and I don't see him get going this year because of car. So I didn't put him on there. I think uh, I had Manny on the list because I think, you know, down the road – when he gets some matches under his belt and, and stuff, I think in January, you could see him, you know, make a push. He's a kid that's always, you know, made jumps in rooms. So I think, I think you could see him, you know, make a jump towards the end. And, you know, MJ is obviously on my radar. I just don't, I just didn't think that, you know, uh, he'd be a starter this year. Um, I think he's a little small, but him going up the 74 and beating Manny like he did actually did shock me. So, you know, good for him. Um, you know, I think what we're going to see too in the future is, and we already do it a lot of programs, right? They just do it in the room. They call them indicator matches. They figure it out in the room. But I think in the future, too, we'll see less and less of these wrestle-offs, especially with the five rule. I mean, what matters is what you do against your common opponents, right? So, I mean, heck, let's say let's say we're at open, right? And and Jake Jake wrestles Zach, right, at an open. Well, now now we duel, and now guess what? Well, now... You know, my backup already wrestled them. Now my starter gets to wrestle them, and and now I get to, now I get to see. Or, you know, we let's say my starter got him at, at the at Midlands, and now when the duel comes down, it's we're we're battling down the stretch to who's going to be the guy, and I, we put the other guy out there now so we can get a common opponent, right? I think early on you could see some of that with the young guys, and and young guys are going to get tested, right? They're going to get thrown out there. This is great for coaches, right? You can throw a kid out to the wolves in a, in a big environment, and and if you think he might be ready, and you're going to be able to see if he is, if he can handle the pressure right away, and and it's going to be interesting. I, I love it. I I wish this rule would go to all, all red shirts, not just freshmen. Anybody that's in a red shirt, I hopefully in the future we see that, so we get less and less forfeits and duels. So um, I'm excited, man. Wrestle off season's coming. I'm not. I know tomorrow we got the Ohio State. I think the Big Ten's going to have it. Um, you know, I'll watch it, but it doesn't really mean mean a whole lot to me besides that you get to get your eyes on some wrestling. You know, we're all itching to watch some some D1 wrestling. So tomorrow night we'll get the uh, – or actually when you release this, it'll be tonight because you'll probably put this out on Thursday. So Thursday night we're going to get Ohio State wrestle offs and. You know, we got, I mean, 25 is interesting, right? Gonzalez, Andre Gonzalez is back down at 25, right? He's listed on the roster 25 slash 33. He's back down at 25. We're going to see him, you know, battle Malik, right? Obviously, he thinks that he can win that spot. So that'll be very interesting. Um, and, uh, yeah, heavyweight Feldman, right? I'm interested to see. He's going to be really undersized. Um, but do they use him, you know, in a... In, a, in some duels against some tough guys this year. I think for sure you do, you see him do that. Um, you know, I think Iowa will do that. I think Penn State, I think all the big programs will do that with some of their stud freshmen, right? Throw them out there, get them in the environment, and 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 might as well. If you don't, you're just – you're losing out on five matches. Let's, uh, let's move right along to U23s. We're going to wrap this show up, so if you guys – don't like freestyle you can tune out if you want to listen to a little bit of freestyle talk listen to these great minds 
talk about it. Uh, we're going to get into the U23s just a little bit. Real brief, we're just going to keep it pretty simple here. Um, I'm looking at the list here. Greco, I'm looking at a lot of Eliminateds and DNPs. Seventh place, Peyton Omanya, mm-hmm. which good for him. He's fun to watch. Um, women's, uh, Meadow Lord doing her thing. That's her third gold medal this summer. So uh, that's great. And then the senior men's, we or U23 men's, sorry. We didn't have any gold medals, but we had some silvers, some fifths, some bronze. So um, anything surprising here with you guys? All weights, all divisions. What do you guys think? Just in the lore. I mean, yeah, Yeah, she's a hammer. You know, I think, um, I know she's at a non Olympic weight, I believe. Um, So it will be interesting to see if she moves up or down as we kind of move closer to the Olympics. Um, You know, I think. I think our, our men's freestyle team did about what I expected. And honestly, two guys who I thought were going to win it didn't, um, you know, in car and, and veto, but you know, that's, that's how things go sometimes on the international scene. I think overall pretty solid tournament from everybody, but, uh, you know, nothing like nothing too crazy to me. I don't know how you feel, Corby. Um, I think Cardenas looked really good. Um, you know, gotten the silver. I think he looked uh, pretty good for not, you know, not having a lot of international experience. Um, you know, he looked poised in his matches. Uh, you know, so that, that to me, um, going in that I think, you know, looking at that bracket that he was going to be a silver medalist. Nah, I didn't. So that, that impressed me a uh, good job by those guys, staff. Um, I know Gwizdowski works with him quite a bit. So, um, you know, shout out to Gwizdowski. Good job. Um, and, you know, everybody up there, Gray and staff, that was, uh, you know, that kid's building. I mean, got to remember, you know, a lot of people love Ben Darmstadt and he was, he's a really good kid and was talented, but, you know, last year, you know, Cardenas was a guy over Darmstadt and then he goes over there and, you know, gets a silver and uh, that's a guy to look out for, you know, when we, you know, next show we go into 97, it'll be interesting. And, uh, Hey, what about Buchanan? What's going on with that? I didn't hear anything. What are you talking about? Yeah, what is going on here? Well, he's he's not going to wrestle in the All-Star match and um there's some I don't know, I'm hearing that he may he may uh, not wrestle this year. I don't, I don't know what's going on. There's been some rumors going floating around, so I don't know what's going on, but uh supposedly he's pulling out of the All-Star match, so I don't know. Um, Talk I, about a freaking cliffhanger there, bud. You, I mean, we're about to end the show. Have to and gonna... <laughs> 97 is next week. <laughs> is no, that the cliffhanger? I, I really no, he just, I'm just saying he he's pulling out of the all-star and, and nobody really, I mean, it hasn't really come out why yet. And that supposedly he, he may not, he may not compete this season. I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to, you know, we'll have to go dig up some information on that and uh, see what's going on. <laughs> Yeah, he was my pick All in the right. finals, so uh, we'll have to see by the time we make picks next week. Yeah. Oh, man, you know we're on Cuba time when it comes to 97, but all right. Uh, <laughs> we will end this show. I'm reading off the Seton Hall Pirate. He sends out this awesome email that we get every week letting us know what's coming up on the agenda for wrestling. So next week we got Queens at the Citadel. We got... Oh man, Owachitita Baptist at Little Rock. How do you say that, Corby? 
What's that? Ochiwana Baptist. Ochiwana. There you go. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It, it could be anything at this point. <laughs> Northern Colorado versus Fort Hayes State in Denver. Tyler's old neck of the woods. App, App State versus NC State. That's a good one. Jonathan Milner, I'm sure he's going to have – who's 49? Ryan Jack, maybe? Who's Is it Ryan Jack at 49 for NC State? Um, This year, you know, at NC State, 49, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to have – that's going to be up in the air, uh, a battle for for the spot there at forty nine for for those guys. I would I would assume. But that'll be either way. It's going to be probably the best duel of the week: Indiana SIU Edwardsville and Southern Virginia at VMI. And then Saturday, there's a whole bunch of stuff. So, uh, man, it is freaking here, boys! I can't believe it. Let's go. I'm ready. All right. Thank you so much for watching. Hit subscribe, and uh, we will see you guys next week to recap 165 through heavyweight, and then uh, maybe we'll break down some of the action that's coming up for the weekend. Does that sound good? Let's do it. Me. That's cool. All right. Thank you guys for watching. Thanks.